Puget Sound is a body of water along the northwestern coast of the state of Washington. It is a basin of the Pacific Ocean and part of the inland Salish Sea. The United States Geological Survey defines Puget Sound as a bay with numerous channels and branches. More specifically, it is a fjord system of flooded glacial valleys. Glaciers advanced from Canada and retreated many times. Over a few million years, Puget Sound was carved and scarred by glaciers. Imagine, if you will, Puget Sound and the larger body of water known as the Salish Sea under a mile of ice. Just 20,000 years ago, glaciers covered everything between the Olympic and Cascade Mountains and spread as far as Olympia, 50 miles to Seattle's south. The ice over the area that is today Seattle is estimated to have been at a thickness of 3,400 feet higher than five space needles. As the ice retreated to the north, it left behind deeply gouged channels, north-south oriented passages and bays. Weather, waves, and gravity reworked the glacial sediment, molding landforms and shorelines like frosting on a cake. The results are the beaches and bluffs that now edge the Salish Sea waters, which in the nature of a mysterious time machine has hidden things for centuries, only to spew them onto its rocky shores at the time and place of its choosing. And so, with the understanding that Buddhas manifest everywhere, I share this notion of a Buddha in the form of a Salish Sea urchin, the Puget Sound Sutra. Thus have I heard. In the darkness of a deep water canyon just south of the island today known as Whidbey, there is an event of great auspiciousness. Amidst the massive amounts of glacial sediment that had for eons been deposited in this now underwater terrain, a fully awakened Buddha has emanated. This Buddha is in the form of an urchin, a male, round in shape and reddish-purple in color with many spines, a sentient being without a true, clearly defined brain. Although without eyes or eye spots, his entire body functions as a compound eye, supporting a unique unfolding of eye consciousness. He chooses an elevated location on the rocky bottom to enable his messages to be most clearly carried afar by the tidal currents. His presence is first noted by a passing Chinook salmon, who takes note of an unfamiliar energy rising from the depths and curiously drops down to investigate. Through the power of the Buddha, the two are able to communicate. Tell me, says the salmon, you are unlike the others of your ilk populating these waters. Who or what are you and why are you here? The noble urchin replies, I come most recently from the realm of the humans, the beings who ride upon those shadows up on your sea's surface. It was in my last incarnation that I acquired the mind allowing me to take birth in whichever of the realms of existence I felt called to. Hence, I am here now in this form. In my most recent life, I would sit quietly by the shore of this great water body, Puget, the humans call it recalling tales of creatures great and small, of plants and medicines, storms and tidal currents, listening to the water's flow, 
the mollusks' tails, songs of the kelp and jellyfish. I would take note of the effects these had on my mind, watching closely. I found it to be a means for clearing away confusions, for an awakening. As I increasingly knew myself to be an aspect of all that was moving before and around me, I determined to take my next rebirth here, in the realm of sea animals, in this blessed canyon, a manifestation of my appreciation of all that has flowed through these great waters for so many years. The Chinook experiences a jolt of distant fellowship, a vague prophecy from many lifetimes ago. You are here to share what you know with those of us who call these waters home? Yes. I have discovered the path leading beyond what those in the human realm refer to as samsara, relentless states of fear and confusion, ignorance and pain, enduring from life to life without any apparent end. And so I am here now to show the way to freedom from the dark limitations of these persistent mind states, however they might manifest in this fertile realm of sea beings, to illuminate the path to perfect happiness for any and all who are inclined to learn. I have come to teach about experiences of bodhicitta. Even without an understanding of what the Buddha means by bodhicitta, the salmon is smitten by his words. Her golden eyes sparkle. How wonderful! You will be received gratefully by us all. And then a sense of joyful responsibility. May I go and tell the others in these waters of your presence, and if they're inclined, bring them to this place to meet you? Yes, of course, that would be most kind visualizing multitudes of sea creatures bathed in the exquisiteness of boundless well-being, the Chinook salmon swam off to share her wonderful news. Thank you for listening. This recording is a product of the Chenrizik Project, a Tibetan Buddhist study and practice group centered in Duval, Washington, and with a national online presence. You can learn more about the Chenrizik Project at our website, www.chenrizikproject.org. That's C-H-E-N-R-E-Z-I-G project.org. Our background music, titled Time Spent, was composed and performed by the renowned San Francisco Bay Area musician Bobby Vega. More about Bobby and his music at his website, www.bobbyvega.com that's b-o-b-b-y-v-e-g-a dot com or as he's very findable online you can simply google his name or look for his numerous videos on YouTube we remain grateful to Bobby for both his talents and his generosity my name is Mark Winwood <laughs>